Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. It is Friday, the 31st of March. God is on the throne and man, are things heating up in our country and the earth. Uh, Johnny Enlow, I, I asked Johnny Enlow to come uh, yesterday when I got word of this indictment. I said, you know, I said, I asked um, Julie, let's mix up, let's let's change the schedule, let's bring in Johnny if he's able to, and let's bring in Barry Wunsch in the afternoon. Barry's got a word, which, which we'll refer to a little bit later. You don't want to miss either today with Johnny in a few minutes or Barry at two o'clock Pacific. Both are pivotal regarding what's going on right now. So uh, we don't want to miss anything. We're going to bring Johnny in in just a minute, but let's go ahead and uh, run a quick reminder for where, where your uh, excess funds beyond what we need are going to. So here we go. It never gets old uh, for me, to me, uh, to see the happy faces, the lives that are completely changed. Amazing, amazing. Thanks again and again and again for donating into this ministry and to the uh, to the impoverished people of the earth. We're doing uh, the most concentrated work in Uganda, but we're doing other things. We have built, you've heard me refer to, we built a new hot clinic slash hospital uh, next to the birthing center in the uh, in the field, what they call the Field of Dreams Village that Mike and Laurie, uh, they uh, oversee that. They started that. They built that out. Um, so uh, as I've said to people, Mike and Lori side, they work full-time for us and full-time for Field of Dreams. So it's a neat formula. They're here, they're there, and they're working on both places all the time. So they, they their team picks the locations of the wells, which they all also call boreholes. But thanks for donating into that. I'm very, very grateful to you. As But more than that, the Lord's grateful. So, all right, trying to bring in Johnny Enlow, Unfiltered. Here we go. 49 hours, declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Well, good morning, Johnny. Um, you know, I see you got a smile on your face, so it's... <laughs> You know, I know we're going to hear about some very intense times. I appreciate it very much for you coming in today to do this. You're slated for Monday still, uh, but uh, we needed your input. And uh, I think I received a text for you. I think it was around 5 a.m. And you said, I've got something because I know you were praying about it uh, to see what the Lord would say. So, uh, Johnny, let me just turn it over. Oh, by the way, I love your Triumph hat. Let's see that Triumph hat that's got Trump in the middle of it. So, Wow. I what's weird is I almost wore my red, white, and blue flag tie. And I uh, know I should have done that. Then we would have been on the same page. So maybe we'll have to do that in the next few episodes. Yeah. Well, Steve, you know, and first of all, I almost hesitated in putting the hat because I don't want this to be seen as a nationalistic or patriotic only um, response or you know program that we're doing right now. And because it really is, and even what I've written, what I've gotten is stuff from the Lord, and it's his perspective. But this hat is interesting <clears throat> because, as I've said multiple times, the original vision that I had in March of 2016, where the Lord redirected my thinking, and he let me know that President Trump was going to be not just the winner then, but he who would be 
uh, he would stay with the Cyrus call and anointing to uproot and pull out the deep state of our day, just as Cyrus did, as mentioned in Isaiah 45. And um, what I saw him drive, he was on a motorcycle making a lot of noise, a red, white, and blue uh, handkerchief on his head. And then when I, I was brought in close to the motorcycle and the motorcycle said triumph. And so um, I believe one of our, our listeners, I really should, because uh, I've had this for some time, is the one that designed this hat. And I don't mind if it was you. If you want to put it in the comments somewhere, I'm sure there's going to be masses of people wanting to get another one of these hats from you. This is a good time to put back uh, the Trump, put back on uh, the Trump hats. And um, so let's get right to, you know, I, I suppose the, the purpose, the reason even for this extra program is the, um, in the indictment of President Trump. And looking at uh, potentially, I think he has said he would turn himself into the Manhattan DA next week, sometime beginning of next week. And um, a couple of things right up front. First of all, Many of you will remember, uh, it was sometime about a year ago, I said, don't be surprised if part of the process ends up being President Trump being arrested. And if it does, don't, don't fret. It will, it will be uh, something that will heavily backfire on the enemy in every kind of way. And, and so the, the nature of it is it's just amazing. And I've got many many scriptures from the Lord for today, and then really at the end, uh, a decree and a declaration and appeal to heaven, uh, not a very long one, but one that I've written out and that I want to uh, do on do on the air as well. But I want to note how uh, the first scripture is a well-known one, and it's very applicable to now. Psalms 2, why do the nations rage? And the people, particularly that line, and the people plot a vain thing. I will tell you, those who are trying to uh, bring President Trump down with with this particular charge, with any of the charges they're trying to do, um, they are plotting a vain things. And there's an alignment. Kings of the earth have set themselves. Rulers have taken counsel against the Lord and against his anointed. We know proper uh you know context for this scripture is anointed ultimately is jesus you could in some ways extend that and expand it to being israel but it extends to anything that he has anointed we know part of the cyrus call and anointing we'll look at it isaiah 45 he says i have anointed cyrus so it's very applicable and what's also applicable and you need to understand um, if you want to know what the demeanor sometimes it just helps to know what the demeanor of the lord is yeah. is what's his demeanor. And there's two parts of his demeanor. The first part is described in verse four of Psalm two right now. This is a reality. This is what I'm supposed to share with you as part of uh, uh, the Lord's response to what's taking place. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. So this is demeanor number one, but it's not just all is comical laugh because verse three then goes to the next part of it then he will speak to them in his wrath and he will distress them in his deep displeasure so it's a laugh but it's a laugh that is sourced by a deep 
displeasure. And um, we'll get into that um, a little more as, as, as we're moving forward. So it, it, it defies credibility. It defies understanding that we would have President Trump um, indicted and potentially looking like he would be uh, arrested for a charge that enormous amount of significant exculpatory evidence has already been released. By that, I mean the supposed attorney or the attorney, his attorney, Michael Cohen, that was involved in the in the middle of the, in quote, transaction for money with Stormy Daniels. They have a, a, President Trump, I think, had to produce it or I don't know if he was the only one last week showing a statement that he did, you know, in a court of law that President Trump had nothing to do with it, nor was there anything. And then Stormy Daniels has has herself um, released a statement under oath stating there was nothing. The reason I didn't receive anything because there was nothing. So they're literally um, going against that. And that's because uh, by that, I mean the uh, the district attorney and the grand jury that, that have been impaneled for this. Um, I want everybody to know this, what has taken place here. The indictment of Donald Trump is not really just the indictment of Donald Trump. The indictment of Donald Trump is not the indictment of the head of the Republican Party. It's not an indictment of um, a billionaire. It's not the indictment of a champion of the people in that kind of way. And we'll see in a way that is exactly what it is. It's it's not an indictment um, along all kinds of lines you could think. It's it's an indictment of you, the people. So whatever happens to President Trump, like he has been indicted, you, the people, have been indicted. President Trump has said this over and over. It's you they're after. I'm just in their way. Yeah. So you have to know for them, they think. He is the last, uh, the last defense against them being able to, in a totalitarian way, control you, the people. I, I want to make one comment, uh, Johnny. Uh, there's a saying out and about. It's been around for decades. It's always, it's always said, not in our circles, but in legal circles, and that is the saying is you can indict. They can indict a ham ham sandwich. And what that means is. It is so easy to indict anyone over almost anything that something like 97% of every grand jury that's sat, like they sat this one, will indict because they'll listen to the prosecutor, they'll listen to one side of the story, and they'll indict because it's just easy. There's, it's not a, it's not a guilty, um, it, it's not, it's not the resolution as a guilty verdict, you know. So. Uh, they worked and worked and worked on this one. And maybe you're going to say this, and I apologize if I'm jumping ahead of you. But I just want to say uh, it's so easy to indict anyone, yet they had to work and work and work and work to get this indictment because it was so spurious uh, what they were doing. Anyway, so. I no, hope that they... exactly. And it's from uh, an attorney general and from the office in, in, in the part of in the district of New York City that he comes from that has been an active arm of the deep state for some time. They have um, been positioned there and they, they operate with 
entirely the interests. By when we're talking about the deep state, to remind you, this is a Luciferian New World Order, and they are they are the ones um, also part of overlooking anything to do with Hunter Biden, anything to do with Ghislaine Maxwell. Here we have someone who, a year and a half ago, Ghislaine Maxwell is found guilty of procuring underage girls, sometimes boys, for the elite in Epstein Island. We have pictures, we have names, we have uh, uh, over a hundred names of the elite from around the world, and there is no investigation, there is no looking into those who are, again, their crime is not they flew an airplane, their crime is that they're involved in the trafficking the mutilation, the abuse, the raping of children, and that's being ignored to go after a case that doesn't exist. And we know this is by no means the only way they, they have been. Uh, it, it is a witch hunt, as President Trump has said. It is an absolute witch hunt, and they have they are crossing a line. It's the what's what's um, what needs to be noted by us. Number one, again, is that this is an indictment of we the people. This is the ultimate act of treachery, the ultimate act of betrayal of our Constitution, the ultimate act of betrayal of the Republic. And this is is it's good for everyone to see. We have better news from the Lord on all this. Yeah. But the part that everybody should recognize, this is you being indicted. If you're a free loving American, if you're a free loving Constitution loving American, this is an indictment of you. And so that that should not be forgotten in everything that's that's taken place. And the the justice matters that are blaring and screaming to be attended to um, are being ignored so they can go after trivial, trivial things. Um, and he who represents freedom for the people. He who has expended more than a billion dollars, maybe a couple, maybe a few billion dollars of his own money, risked his own life, risked the life of his family in order to fight for your freedom, just so that the next generations can experience a better life. When he didn't need to do this, um, over 75, getting closer to 80, and he has done this. And so it's it's good that we we properly process what has just transpired, what has just taken place, what the criminal element that has managed to steal certain aspects of government, the enemies of the people have, are the ones that are executing this order, the ones that are attempting to advance it, and that should not be ignored. So the Lord has an answer. Part of it is the answer I already gave out of Psalms 2. He who sits in the heavens will hold them and is holding them in derision, and he will have the last word on this and he'll have a soon word on it as well yes. so um and back to, you know I, I mentioned that i have said there's at least three prophets who have seen and shared that i know of um where he has they saw president trump being arrested and it not working out well for the deep state i think it was even last week that i might have said they know it's going to be the worst um maneuver they could possibly do but they're driven to do so they're desperate huh they have no they're running out of options is what you're saying right they're running out of options and and um but they are going to, it's going to be said of them what it was said 
of those who arrested uh, Jesus and put him on the cross, if they had known what that would turn into, they would have never done it. And um, despite the fact that they should know that, they are driven by their madness because they are mad. And they are driven even by the demons and the confusion of the demons that manipulate them to do things now that are totally destructive for themselves. And this is another one of them. So this is one of the things, this is just from the Lord as well. And um, you must, this is a, to the people, to us. You must arise in a response because as I pointed out, this is you, this is us. We, have, we the people have been indicted. You must arise in a response. Uh, and now there's an ultimate test on who responds and who doesn't. And the more, if it goes to the next level of an actual arrest, it, it, it ups the ante even a whole nother level. And I, I wrote, watch your pastors, watch your senators, watch your congressmen, watch your mayors, watch all your leaders. Their response tells you a lot about them. Can I, can I interrupt you? Why, why did you say, uh, I think I know, but why did you say watch your pastors? Well, it, it probably goes with what I'm going to finish okay, go ahead. saying yeah. here, but I'll, I'll just say it. It's because it's every response, that's why there's, it, this is a response time. Like when you understand it, like any pastor who's out there saying, well, let's just see due process of law, what's happening. Uh, uh, um, that is ridiculous. Let me let me see if I didn't just say this in this because it's just a couple more sentences that sure. I've written. It, and then if not, I will I will say it because I often say it best and more concisely in, in, in writing their response. It tells you a lot about them. The whole world knows this is a witch hunt. So that's mm -hmm. the point. The whole world knows this is a witch hunt. The exculpatory evidence has already been released. As I said, Trump's lawyer and Stormy Daniels both have signed legal letters saying it never happened. This is an attack against the nation itself by this criminal Luciferian element called the New World Order, the cabal. That's the reality of the day, and it should be evidential. It should be clear enough that any leader, any congressman, any senator, any pastor, any leader who says, well, let's just see due process you know what's going on. You know this is nothing but a trumped up charge in order to take out the leader of the free world. And he's the leader of the free world for our nation, but he's the leader of the free world for the nations of the world. So this is an attack on general freedom for all nations. And if your pastor doesn't understand that, then this is a time for you to recognize that. So watch, you know, watch, know those the scripture tells you, know those who labor among you. Yeah. And that's, is talking about laboring in a spiritual way and know those who labor among you. If you're looking to them politically in any kind of way, if, if, if you see this sort of bowing and bending and acting like this is any kind of level of justice that's taking place, you know, you are, you are watching something that has been compromised, something that is part of the system itself, something that is there and stands for the advancement of wickedness and evil, no matter what they say. Because this right. is a proof. So now that you you said that, so if, if someone's sitting in the churches, they've never known for sure where their pastor stands, and their pastor stands up and says, you know, it is true what they say. No, um, no one's uh, um, exempt from the law. Everyone has to keep the law. And so because 
because there's no official charges. They must have things we don't know about. So let's let this play out. You've got yourself a very suspect pastor that maybe you don't even want to hang out anymore. I don't know. I'm just saying that's me saying that. You can say what you want. but No, that's absolutely the truth. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And especially if your pastor has said nothing about Epstein and Hunter Biden, I mean, the whole world has seen the Hunter Biden pictures and videos of him and the Biden family. There are videos circling the whole world seen by billions now that show him being more than inappropriate with children. And that we just overlook and we're going to pretend like, well, let's watch due process for President Trump on this uh, uh, accusation that is not even an accusation from years ago. You know, were it true, were it true that he paid someone hush money so they wouldn't bat, uh, either badmouth him or whatever? Um, just the line, you know, the difference of offense. Okay, my hands is it's like uh, child abuse and pedophilia versus if that existed. And again, that's he totally denies it. Stormy denies it. The attorney wrote something legally when they're not being manipulated. Uh, and so the whole idea is we've also seen them go after Trump. You know, in November, they're about to arrest him on something else. And then in June, something else. So this just goes. They've been trying to arrest him from since 2015 when he came down the elevator and announced who he is. And so they have plotted against him. They have planned against him. And this would be their ultimate act of treachery demanding a response from everybody decent in this nation and really everybody decent in the whole world because he represents we the people everywhere on the whole planet yeah he has stood for freedom so and here's what god says i got this in the middle of the night he says to those touch not my anointed and added to that and do my prophets no harm because the prophets have been echoing. They've been being accused of being Trumpites and everything else. They're Godites. We're Godites. If mm -hmm. God says he who's who I have anointed to be a game changer for such a time as this, then we can only echo what he said. The first time he told me about Trump, 2016, as I've told you multiple times, I said, oh, no, because my it wasn't it wasn't something I already was convinced of in my own heart and mind. Um, I had believed too much of the media on him. And so I didn't think he necessarily was the best candidate for president of the United States. And the Lord did a correction of me. And that's what we're called to do when we were spokesperson for the yeah. Lord. We come out, we have to agree with him. That's biblical examples. I've spoken multiple times, at least 10 of the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, et cetera, et cetera, all had to validate and speak of Cyrus and the anointing on him. And nobody could say, why don't you speak of the Lord? Why do you keep speaking of Cyrus and calling him? Because the Lord kept speaking of him. And so 140 years before Cyrus was ever born, Isaiah is talking about him. A hundred years after he's gone, they're still talking about him mm -hmm. because of the change that was brought to Jerusalem and the restoration of the walls and the temple in various, various ways. So, um, and so in that, uh, Steve, I want to read, uh, and this is a great reminder for us. Isaiah 
45, the first verses there. I might even read the first 13. We won't take a long time um, on it because it'll be evident. But this is a response from the Lord again. We have. To, I, I want people to be aware this is not a political conversation we're having. This is a spiritual conversation we're, we're having. And this is what the prophets um, have seen over and over and over is the Cyrus call and anointing. This is something the Lord spoke to me from the first time he began to now confirm and rearrange my thinking and processing. He has a Cyrus call and anointing. We're going to hear um, some dreams coming up uh, Monday and we're, we're, some new voices of, of uh, visions from years ago they had where they didn't know the Lord was, they didn't know anything. Hmm. And I'll save that uh, surprise uh, for, for, for Monday itself. But we want to say we, we've had people, even those who've backed off the prophetic words, there were entire books written on him having a Cyrus call and anointing. And so I'll release this again as a prophetic truth for the moment. Isaiah 45, reminding you, President Trump was, is president number 45 in this nation. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to his anointed. To Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and loose the armor of kings. That loosing the armor of kings means to disarm kings. To open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel for Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect. I have even called you by your name. I have named you. Now, he emphasizes his name, and the name is Trump. And we have scriptures that tell us at the sound of the trump in Psalms, God has gone up with the sound of the trump. The trump was always because there was an important announcement to make. It was the blowing of the trumps that caused the walls of Jericho to fall down it was the blowing of the trumps that ignited the 300 of Gideon to go, to go forward. I have called you by your name. I have named you, even though you have not known me, I am the Lord. There is none other. There is no God beside me. I will gird you though. You have not known me. And I'm making this point. This wasn't specifically about Trump, but almost everything applies to president Trump. Yeah. But this is Cyrus. For those of you who say, why are you acting like he's Jesus? We're not acting like he's Jesus. Cyrus never became a believer, was never a Jew, was never anything other than an idolater in all kinds of ways. But he obeyed God. He was used by God because he was anointed by God. And he says, touch not my anointed. So even all his prophets for generations before and after had to not touch him in a negative way. I will gird you, though you have not known me that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord. There is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Rain down you heavens from above and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open. Let them bring forth salvation and let the righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. This line, woe to him who strives with his maker. And I'm going to... Bring that back in a moment. We'll jump to 11. Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his maker. Ask of me things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands. You command me. 
I have made the earth and created man on it. I stretch my hands out the heavens and all their host I have commanded. This is the part, verse 13. I have raised him up in righteousness and I will direct all his ways. He will build my city and let my exiles, let the captives, let the human traffic go free. Mm. Not for price, nor reward, says the Lord of hosts. Not for price, nor wow, reward. Wow, that's kind of huge. Yeah, he was doing it because it's the right thing to do. No salary. He's lost money doing this. He's lost money standing up for it. So wanted, you know, just to remind us that this is an anointed, a called one by God. And it doesn't matter if he's perfect. Doesn't matter if it just doesn't matter if he's perfect or not. Y'all have to understand that Cyrus was way less perfect than President Trump. And so God does not anoint because someone is perfect. He anoints because there's a call to do and it's the best person for the assignment. And that's what he's that's what he's doing here. So, um, okay. Since we're in Isaiah, uh, I want a, a, a few more verses, just a couple more. Uh, Isaiah forty-one, one. Keep silence before me, O coastlands. And the coastlands represent all nations. So we could put keep silence before me, all nations, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near. Let them speak. Let us come near together for judgment. Verse 2. Who raised up one from the east? Now I'm telling you, it was Cyrus then. It's Trump. Who's from the east? He's from New York. Mm -hmm. Who in righteousness called him to his feet? Who gave the nations before him? Who gave him the rule over kings? Who gave them as the dust to his sword, as driven stubble to his bow? Now, in the natural, when Isaiah is prophesying this, 140 years before he ever shows up, this is a prophecy about Cyrus. There is also an application for much of it on Jesus himself. Who pursued them and passed safely by the way that he had not gone with his feet? Now, understand that. Who pursued them and passed safely by the way that he had not gone with his feet? Means he was not a politician. And he was called to this assignment. Who has performed and done it? Calling the generations from the beginning, this is the part. I, the Lord, am the first, and with the last, I am he. So he is making the statement over and over regarding Cyrus, and he has said of Trump, he is my Cyrus, same assignment. Babylon the Great needs to fall. Babylon the Great is this system of the Luciferian mm. pedophiles. It's, even, it's not even a justifiable word to call them pedophiles because... They're not just ones that want to do what pedophiles do. It's literally to kill them as well. And so this this is what what they what they do. It's don't not we understand, Johnny, that even on Epstein Island there was torture, literal torture going on in that island, and everything worse than torture. That is, I think, no longer a surprise. You know, two three years ago when we tried to say this, it was like, oh my, they. These guys believe that they actually do human sacrifices and kill children and all that. Like, if you don't know that, it's funny because my my youngest daughter is sending me TikTok they're looking at. It's going all around on TikTok where they now know it's getting around to, uh, you know, those even who have attention span. I, I won't say they all have an deficit. attention span. Kind of deficit. deficit. Yeah. But they are, it is coming out to them and they're listening actually on TikTok to things that are 10 and 15 minutes long now that wow. are telling all these things. It's getting out there, this information. It is, it is, it is not, well, 
these weird conspiracy theorists that think these things are taking place. And to remind those of you who may have been, there's just only a few of you that would like, oh my goodness, the only problem is he believes that they actually traffic children and they rape children and they kill children. And I don't even go, I won't even go into all the rest of what they do is defiling even to talk about it. But these are beyond pedophiles. These are Luciferians. These are killers. These are criminals. They are the worst evil imaginable uh, growing up. I couldn't even, if, if you imagine the worst kind of evil that you ever thought you were ever going to do when you're in your most bitter moment, you wouldn't begin to approach what they consider their right to do and what they've been doing. So this, the, the, the clash of the ages is taking place right now where they have been called into account. The Lord showed me five, six years ago, the full significance is now, is now way more obvious than then. Than then. His, his left hand was wiping out the top of the seven mountains. And he said, I am removing the mafia from the seven mountains. And they are a mafia. They are a killing mafia. They operate under Luciferian principles of kill, steal, and destroy. It is not difference of opinion. It's not even, it's not liberalism. It's not, it's, it's, it's not any kind of ism you can think of. It is out and out evil. And this is what's been ruling and reigning. And this is what these agencies and district attorneys uh, have been overlooking while they choose to do a witch hunt of someone who has only contended for that which is good for our nation. So a couple more uh, verses. Uh, Isaiah 44. See, there's about 11, 12 chapters of Isaiah that all they do is talk about the Cyrus that will come 150 wow. years later. Wow. wow. And, and so this, this is, uh, this is important for us. And, and I could literally spend two hours just reading. Can I point out to one more thing about the Cyrus thing, Johnny, is that, you know, you, you read several times, even though I've not known you, but God himself through a prophet said, said that two or 300 years before Cyrus was born from his mother's womb, and he said, I haven't known you, but I've called you. This is what you're going to do. It's a fascinating thing because that's the level of call on this man's life, on Cyrus. And, and by extension, Trump, before he was ever born, is, is I think is what you're saying. Trump was called for this. Absolutely. A, absolutely. And we've got all kinds of um, prophetic voices that have uh, sh- shared into that as well. So that's why... I'm wearing a triumph hat and, and again, but it's not a patriotic statement, even though I'm a patriot and it's not a nationalistic statement, even though I I believe we are called to love our nations, which typically says in Jeremiah, the nation that I put you in, love it. Seek the peace of your city, of your nation. And in its peace, you will find peace. So this is a biblical thing. It's not nationalism. It's not patriotism. It's your assignment. It's your call. And so, Back Isaiah 44. So we're right in those chapters. This is the chapter right before Isaiah 45, where it tells us more clearly about Cyrus. But it's the Lord making a statement. Thus, verse 24, thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and he who formed you from the womb. I am the Lord who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads abroad the earth by myself. He's establishing the power of his sovereignty who frustrates the signs of the babblers and drives diviners mad, who turns wise men backward and makes their knowledge 
foolishness. This is what's happening right now from the other side. All their wise men, all their diviners are giving bad intel, bad wisdom. It's all falling apart. And this is the handiwork mm -hmm. of God who confirms. But here's what the, our Lord does. Verse 26, who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel mm. of his messengers. And so this is mm. his, his, if you look at that in the NLT version and performs the counsel of his prophets specifically. Mm. Who says to Jerusalem, you shall be inhabited to the cities of Judah, mm. you shall be built and I will raise up her waste places. Who says to the deep, be dry and who will dry up and and I will drive up your rivers. Now, this is this is important. Well, I'm going to tell you up to the next verse. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd. Can you imagine? The Lord says Cyrus is my shepherd. And the Lord's shepherd didn't even know the Lord. That's the Lord. That's the capabilities they have. That ought to tell you how great and awesome our God is that he can use even someone who doesn't know him or worship him as an instrument that should go into telling you how sovereign and mighty our God is. And he shall perform who says of Cyrus. Now pick this up for Trump who says mm. of Trump, he is my shepherd and he will mm. perform all my pleasure mm. saying to Jerusalem, you shall be built. There's a little key and clue right there. One of the first things president Trump did is make Jerusalem the city that was recognized as capital of Israel. There's a whole connection there. And to the temple, your foundation shall be laid. So the real prophets, the legitimate prophets, when he says, I'll frustrate the signs of the false prophets, whoever didn't prophesy in alignment with Cyrus being his anointed was a false diviner, a false battle, wow. false that's, prophet. That's that, was, huge. that was the cutting line. That, that was it. That was it then. And it is now. Yeah, I was going to just say, are you saying right now, anyone who's not prophesying in line with the fact that uh, Trump is a clear Cyrus is what? False prophet. Wow. And I'm just getting that from the scripture. And that's just the clarity of it. There's You, you can't... Uh, uh, um, you can't be on both sides of this thing. There are areas where we're allowed to, to be, to see in part and prophesy in part, to be wrong. We can be wrong on timing. We can be wrong on a lot of things, but then there are lines drawn in the sand. And the reason this thing is so visible and it's playing and it's on the front pages of every nation on the world. There is uh, undoubtedly, I haven't seen them all, but I would doubt that there's one nation on the earth that doesn't have the fact that President Trump was indicted. That will be there. It's the storyline. It's the headline. It is the war, the spiritual war between God and Satan. God's going to win this one. And this is his time for his storyline to be evidence before all the peoples of the earth. So I was telling you about, he says uh, right before he says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd and he will dry up your rivers. That literally ended up being the strategy for how Cyrus took Babylon. And there's application for us. I will dry up your rivers. They had the Euphrates River that went literally through the middle of Babylon. And Babylon had 300 foot walls, 100 and something feet wide, 120 or 150 watchtowers, just as described by Isaiah. 
a hundred and something years ahead of time, they had the double iron doors, the double bronze doors. It was impregnable. There was no way they could be taken down. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. They were so confident just as the deep state, just as this cabal of evildoers has been confident um, that they have nothing to worry about. And what literally happened, you have to read extra biblical material to find this out, is how did Cyrus take them out? Because it was impossible. Well, Cyrus went around in the back and he actually de, um, what's the word we're trying to, um, the river. Um, they diverted it, right? Diverted. Yeah. The only word that would come in Spanish, desvio, and I'm like, why can't I think desvio in English? Um, <laughs> he diverted the river in another direction. And so where the river bed had been, they came in under the bars and they were so confident that they had nothing to worry about. Their double doors were open. Either they were so confident or the Lord did what he said. I will go before you and open the double doors. That literally happened. They were open. And so they were easy prey. They were taken easily. And this is exactly what is being repeated wow. right now. Wow. The river of economy. The river of funding and finance, which has been the stronghold of this cabal, the central banking system run for hundreds of years under the names of the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers there involved as well. This river is being diverted from around and back. That will show up. That will be told. That's the storyline. This is the narrative the Lord would have us listen to at this time while the enemy has come in. Uh, attempting against the Lord and his anointed. So a couple other things here. You know, it's just interesting, Steve, that the person that, uh, you know, has brought all this to um, the forefront is a name Stormy Daniels. Oh, yeah. Storm. Oh, wow. I just heard it right there. I just heard it. Oh, my goodness. The second word is what I heard. Are you talking about the second word as well? Both words. Wow. You know what I'm saying now is, so the storm, and that has been prophesied and talked about from President Trump's own mouth. He talked when he was being sworn in right after that. He had all the military around him, and he's like, the storm will be coming in. And they're like, what storm are you talking about, President Trump? He says, you'll see. Well, I don't know if this is, the good guys so telling us a plan with Stormy Daniels, or if it's God so telling us a plan. But I think it's something uh, to watch. And so what would Daniels be? That's why it's not even prophets, just Daniel. It's prophets. It's prophets, but it's also specifically Daniel 2.44, and the God of heaven shall set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. It will break in pieces and consume all other kingdoms. It will stand forever. And so was Daniel. So it wasn't just didn't want us just reading one passage. We read the Daniel 7, 26, well, 7, 22, and then 26 and 27. Verse 22, it talks about a judgment made on behalf of the saints. The court was seated in heaven. The court was seated in heaven. A judgment made on behalf of the saints. Wow. And then it goes kingdom and dominion given to the saints of the most high. 
His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve him. And uh, notice this thing, the saints, given to the saints, given to the saints. We can apply it, expand it a little bit to we, the people. It was, it's an empowering of the people under the precepts and anointing of the king himself. And that's why I said from the very beginning, this indictment is an indictment of we, the people. This, whatever is attempted, if there is an arrest, an actual arrest of President Trump, it's an actual arrest of we, the people, in yeah. their minds, thinking they can ultimately fully control us, and lock us up, shut our mouths, etc. You know, and I can say, even that launch of the Elijahless 25 years ago was people were saying the church is a stench of God's nostrils, God's people are a stench of his nostrils, he's sick of them, he's sick of America. But, you know, the judgment, and, and so therefore they would say, this is God's judgment on the earth, this is God's judgment on the church, this is God's judgment on Christians. This is not that scripture that you're reading. The scripture says judgment was, the, gate, the, the thrones were set, and judgment was rendered on behalf of God's people, the saints, or in this case, the patriots and the and, and the Americans and, you know, and, and the nation. Those, those, those who are contending for yeah. what is good. That's yeah. the simplest. What does a saint do? He contends for what is good. And and, and so that's what, you, what you're describing. When we say the patriots, we're talking about people who understand the foundations of our Constitution. Yes. And the foundations of our Constitution are kingdom foundations therefore liberty the pursuit of happiness pursuit freedom of religion these are foundations they don't they're not actual connecting you to the king himself but they are the foundations the breadcrumbs that lead to the king and obviously the personal decision for christ is something it's personal everyone has to do it but intentionally our forefathers the part they knew to do was to build a constitution that represented kingdom culture to the best of their ability to know it at that time and so that's why um there is a big work god is doing on behalf of our nation but it's really for the nations of the world and the attempt that i think those who observe from other nations understand that even the indictment and the arrest of president donald trump is an attempt to indict and arrest them in every country on the earth that is seeking um, the basic human values that God espouses as expressed even through Jesus when he's talking uh, on the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes and things like that. Can I say one more thing too, Johnny? Is it a fair thing to say because um, Trump was called before he was ever born as Cyrus was, therefore the idea that an indictment or arrest is going to stop this call is a ludicrous thing because he was called before he was born. It's, it's it's not it's not going to stop it at all yeah. and um it's it's going to be the biggest backfire and it's like they're led to do so um and uh, in, in the most foolish way imaginable yeah so here's right in my notes is i say but we arise now this is time for us to arise we arise in prayer we arise in decrees we arise in lifting our voices mm. Mm. and letting our presence be made known. Um, we need massive people-driven versus star leading. Just the pieces, the people, 
We, the people, need to show up in as many places that make sense as possible. You, we, the people, you figure out where it is, how you show up. You stand, well, you can call it a peaceful march, a freedom march, liberty march, uh, uh, um, whatever, a, a protest for our Constitution. This is not a call. If anybody should ever try to twist and turn it that way, it's not a call for violence. But this is a call to stand up, let our voice be known. It is a protest. It is a protest against um, the most outrageous arrest in the history of the United States of America. And so this, this must be understood. This is an outrageous indictment, an outrageous arrest. It follows a whole train of behavior that has been exhibited by this particular department of, uh, of New York City. And those, and not that it would stop if that if that particular area would stop, because that's just an arm of this deep state mm. that ultimately is not going to stop until its own destruction, until its own destruction is sealed and delivered. So, um, so we demand somehow you must demand the taking back of our country. God's mm-hmm. in it; He's working with us. We must demand the taking back of our country. And to remind you, it's government of the people, by the people, for the people. They have just indicted the key figure, the key figurehead leader of the people, by the people, for the people. If they succeed, and they won't, uh, we would become a totalitarian state. Yeah, That's, that's it. That's the last stop. And and um, but that's like saying what we always like to say, but God. And that's yeah. once you say but God, it's like saying, uh, except for everything in the whole world against you. <laughs> yeah. It's like if God be for us, who can be against us? Yeah. And so, and if you're going up against God, if you are touching his anointed, if you are touching his plan, you have just gotten into a direct line of fire of he who is king of kings and lord of lords so rise up let's rise up let's stand for our for our original constitution our original republic that's what we're standing up for our original constitution our original republic this is something stated so oftenly i don't know i don't think anybody doubts it by president trump himself he is championing our constitution our republic our foundations of freedom, our foundations of proper values. And so both are being trampled. Both are being trampled, and this is happening before us, and it does need to affect us in some way. Again, prayers, decrees, rise up, find out how to do it, ask God. We cannot be cowards. Cowardice is to be, uh, um, it's just a stench in the nostril of us, of mm-hmm. society, and of God at this time. That's why I say your leaders. If your leaders show cowardice at this moment in history, it is an absolute cowardice. It is it is one, uh, it's a defining cowardice. Doesn't mean they can never repent of it or whatever, but it is a defining cowardice. Whoever doesn't stand up now, whoever doesn't say something now that has this power of leadership, those who know they should. Um, and yeah, I, I've said that one over. So 
What's interesting, and I'm coming and actually into a close here, Steve. And yeah, I got a couple of questions when you're done. Yeah. The last few. So, you know, it's interesting that Passover is April 5th, next week, right around the corner. And what do we know about Passover and our own anointed Jesus? That is when the Lamb of God was brutally crucified and slain. Yeah. In that he brought freedom for everyone. And so the timing is amazing. He literally could be being taken to prison right at Passover time. And like, wow, who is orchestrating that? And I mean, and, and you're saying that as a type of Christ, we're not we're not elevating him as a Christ. He's just saying it, God would do a live play documentary play reenactment uh it, it's just kind of like god to reenact that as a as a picture am i stating that about right yes of course he is not he is not god he cannot give us eternal anything yeah. president trump nor cyrus could give eternal anything but they had actually a similar call to jesus the anointed there's something about the anointing the scripture says the anointing breaks the yoke so yokes of bondage Yokes that hold people back, yokes of human trafficking, yokes of slavery. It takes an anointing to break that. And so all of these, Cyrus originally, and then Jesus, he came to set the captives free. We understand that. We even know the Holy Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so there is an aspect of he came for his love for the people. John 3, 16, for God so loved the people that he gave yeah. his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish. Have so he came to get that kind of freedom. We're not equating it, but we are equating that God raises up deliverers. He raises up anointed deliverers. He always has what the book of Judges is all about. And the Lord raised up a deliverer. And he always uses people for people say, well, we don't want our attention on man. If your attention is on God, you should be paying attention to the fact that he has always used people. And when he anoints people for assignment, when he anoints him on a mission, he says, do not touch my anointed, nor do any damage to the prophets who are telling you he's the anointed one. So we're just we're just uh, saying that, making it clear. So I have I have written, uh, Steve, it's, it's not very long. Okay. Um, but it's an appeal to God. And I want to do this as us. You know, you join in to the best of your ability. Probably if I had uh, uh, thought through this better, had enough time to do so, printed it out and have it there so we could um, <clears throat> read it together. And I'm just going to um, I'm just going to say this. This is part of our declaration. You can be amening inside uh, wherever you are and agreeing, agreeing with it. <clears throat> Dear God in heaven. We come before you today and we tell you that a great wrong has been perpetuated against us, your people, and against your anointed Cyrus of our day. And in that wrong, a great trampling of your nations of the world has taken place. Your vineyard of all nations has been stomped on and trampled by those who operate in the image of Lucifer. And these are ones that mock your name from that foundation. 
They have surreptitiously set up global banking systems that fund the most diabolical agendas imaginable. They do it all to kill, to steal, and to destroy. From all, but specifically from the least of these. Mm. From the already poor and hungry. From the children. Yes, the children. The children. The children. The children. Mm. The children. The children, wow. the children, their death agenda has targeted our children and they have been slaughtering our children. Most importantly, they're your children, God. They have set up slaughterhouse systems for babies and for children, and they kill millions. Now, may their shed blood now come before you, yeah. the innocent blood of the children. May it now come before you. In your gathered courtroom, because I was seeing that the courtroom of heaven is gathered right now. May they come now before your gathered courtroom, and may you now rule and decree based on this appeal. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down yeah. and attend to this matter. Oh, that you would clothe yourself in garments of justice, and that you would reveal your anger to those who kill your innocence. Thus, revealing your love to the least of these, to the children, to the downtrodden, to the brokenhearted. Let this be an Isaiah 61 moment. Let it begin with an outpouring of the day of your vengeance, as said in Isaiah 61. And I didn't need to read Isaiah 61, the first four verses, and then whatever question or interaction. Sure. But. I hope y'all are saying amen. 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 I mean, I am, you know, um, yeah. And, <laughs> and I, my, thank you for saying the children over and over and over, because if we say it once or twice, people may not realize how important this time is. It's part of our intro with you where we quoted you as saying, uh, you know, the pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for the children. So, and, and I wrote that seven times because it is, it's like the children, the children, the children over and over and over. This is what it's all about. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. This is literally Jesus Announcement in Luke 4.18, before he began his ministry, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Everything about him is about bringing liberty. And what they have just done is an attempt of the Luciferian system that's operational there to bring down the liberty of the peoples of the world. In the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees or oaks of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. This 
is what we're going into. This is what we've been contending for. This is the transition that is taking place at this time. And it is an amazing privilege to live in such a day as this, despite how intense it feels. So good. So good. Now, I just have two main questions, and then I'm going to have you make a comment about Barry that's coming up at 2 o'clock. But to start, let, let me just have you put your patriot hat on, but beyond the patriot, your wisdom accounts, because you definitely, I mean, I've known you a long time. You operate in, in the spirit of wisdom and revelation or the, and the spirit of wisdom and counsel. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And so uh, usually when I come to you for a question that I have, if you don't have a word, you've got counsel, and they can be two different things. But okay, having said that, um, with the Patriot in mind, you've been talking about from God's perspective. Now I'm going to talk about from Trump's perspective. Um, and as a man who is the Cyrus on the earth, of course, we believe, we know he's a believer as well, but, um, I believe it's true. And I, you know, you and I listen to different Patriot channels. We don't get a revelation from, I know you don't, cause I've known you a long time. You don't get your revelation, but there are things that are happening in the natural. And one of the things that's stated about Trump is that for a very long time, he's been egging them on, come and get me, come and get me, come and get me. Because when they finally do, which they just did, and then they're going to do on Tuesday or Wednesday, he's supposed to surrender to them. Once Now they've indicted him. Once they arrest him, from that moment on, this is. I'm just going to ask you if this is true or any thoughts you have. He's got them. Um He's got them by the neck. I'll just put it that way. He's got them because now they've set a precedent. Now he can he can in the future uh, arrest any president or 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 um, past president, congressman or past congressman um, for the same thing without any other due process other than a uh, a grand jury and and a prosecutor. What what are your thoughts about that? Do you believe he's egged them on for this to happen? Well, it certainly does seem that way, doesn't it? And I think because a major part of his mission has been the awakening of the American people. And so we've understood that those of us who've heard, we'll say the plan, <coughs> excuse me, that, you know, some of you may not believe there are good guys working behind the scenes. I do. I do. I know the main good guy that's working behind the scenes is God, and he always has vessels. So whoever those vessels are, they're the good guys, and yeah. they're his white hats because he's the supreme white hat, and he's on the job. Yeah. He sits, he observes, he watches, and he's saying, don't touch my anointed. Don't mess with my plan. I'm going to show you who's actually in charge. And so in that, he is, uh, he is, he is very much involved with all aspects of what's going going on here. And I feel like there has been a need for, you know, I think Trump, he's wanted them all outed. And so that's why the most ridiculous choice for a Democratic candidate from the last election was Joseph Biden. That was the most ridiculous. But he needed to stay in the forefront because we needed to know about how he had sold out America and how his son is part of that. Mm. And those that are associated and connected with him, the Clintons, the Obamas, 
uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so there was a need, there's a reason why the faces from 15, 20 years ago are the faces right now. They needed to be brought out. And so there has been, you can call it orchestrated by smart military, or you can say orchestrated by God, is that the enemy be forced to reveal himself. It was a reality of Jesus' day as well. The Pharisees could no longer hide who they really were. They pretended to be the, you know, the religious leaders. They were found to be in such contradiction and conflict with the king of righteousness himself. And he calls them in front of the people, you white-walled sepulchers, you generation of vipers, John the Baptist would call him. They were, they were called out for their hypocrisy, for their corruption, for their evil. Jeez. You have turned my house into uh, a den of thieves. He would bring out the whip because he was a rabbi. He had gone through, Jesus had gone through the studies in order for himself to be a rabbi and have access to even speak in temples and synagogues. And we think sometimes that that, that part of, um, you know, calling out, uh, the, the making the house of God a den of thieves is like, okay, well, ministers that are m making money from their books. No, there's no comparison. Literally, this is all the synagogue and the temple existed for was another way of raising money. It wasn't just a side thing where it's like, okay, questionable. Did you, because uh, the ministers will say, hey, we need, to, how are we going to be in ministry if we don't sell our books? Mm -hmm. So it's not that. For those of you who, who've carried that, that is a, a weak takeaway from it. It was they had so prostituted everything that the, the the leadership, the scribes, the Pharisees, and the high priests of that day were involved in so much evil. It was the same evil that would be described to Jeremiah, the prophets, and Ezekiel. And Ezekiel, the Lord would say, "Let me show you what the the leaders are doing right now." And took them to the temple, and they're involved in child sacrifice and all kinds of other things. And where he tells Jeremiah, Jeremiah, walk through Jerusalem the very same city where Jesus was uh, put to death. And he says, see if you can find one. So it, it, the, the level of evil, both in the Old Testament times and when Jesus showed up, far exceeded what we think. It's not just a little innuendos of, well, it's questionable Christian behavior. It was horrible. So Jesus, by walking around um, in his last, if you follow his last few chapters leading up to his being arrested, and it's that part's a similarity to President Trump. His last stops confirmed more than ever and brought into accountability. That's the whole thing. When righteousness makes a stand for what's right, you bring into accountability the evil uh, in front of the people so that when judgment comes, because really what Jesus, we've talked about this in previous uh, shows, but he warned them of a judgment that would happen this generation, he said, and it was Titus in 70 AD, and they were all, the, the temple, Jerusalem itself, all the religious leaders were absolutely wiped out. And they received the judgment because he brought them into accountability, because in essence, they're given another chance. They are given one last chance to do the right thing. Right now, government everywhere has one last chance. Your senators have one last oh, chance. Oh, wow, that's good to hear. For at least there's one, at least there's one chance left. There's right. There's that. That's just like uh, it's a last chance, and 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 this this is it, and so um, that's why it's to be watched. 
your pastor has a last chance. You're like, well, he was a coward for the two years of COVID. Um, but, you know, you know, I think he just didn't know. Well, he, it, he, he has to know now what's going on. And so there better not be any, I'm going to say this one more time. If your pastor is saying, let's let due process just go through, you know, let's just take it easy. You better run from that pastor. Run Please from that run. Person. Please that run. That is not a man of God. Yeah. That is, uh, I just can't imagine the blindness that would have to be there for someone still to be sincere and say that. And so this, this is time. There's an accountability that has taken place. So um, this is just addressing that question. Yeah. President Trump, was he trying to force um, the action? Yes. It's like the hidden ones. And, and there's still some, you know, we've seen just, just what's come out. And I have, there's a whole conversation we could have on Ron DeSantis. And he at least made a statement. He had a chance to say whether he would be one part of arresting where he would allow. He says, I'm not allowing for that to happen in my. Uh, that was state. really good. Yeah. He went up a few notches for that. But yeah. he kind of had no choice because he knows if he did, we still don't know if he's just saving his neck. On, yeah, uh, that's true. On that. But at least there's like you give him a pass for a little bit longer. But whoever is on the wrong side of this, it is. That's why there had to be this level of treason so that there can be clarity from all sides around. And if they think Trump knows, if they think they have him, if they think they have him in a weak position, they will come out of the woodwork and say, crucify him, crucify him. And again, I'm not putting him on the same status as Jesus by any means at all. This is a servant of the Most High. But there are there are parallels in bizarre ways down to the fact that this is all happening right before Passover. Yeah. And so, uh, we, heard, wow. remember, we kept hearing all those years. It was was the, the military intelligence drops we were getting. It's going to be biblical when the storm hit. It was going to be biblical. Is this what that means? I don't know. Will they, you know, decide that it's going to go so hor horribly for them? They let him go and and kick the can down the road a little bit. I don't know, but believe me, we are in incredible days. And yeah, there is, uh, there is a way. Um, I mean, we need to, uh, we need to enjoy it from that standpoint. We need to recognize the specialness of the day, but we are also all called to do something. We must raise our voice. We must be salt. You are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its flavor its savor is good for nothing but to be trampled upon you your pastor whoever be the salt however you have to be the salt make a difference make it be known uh whether you're having to just wear trump hats uh, uh put lights on turn lights on on your vehicles um yeah flags out flags the out whole, the whole thing yeah just statement again because it's you who have been indicted it's you who have been indicted. We, the people, have just been indicted. And it's um, we, the people, they want to imprison. And Trump was, you know, people say, well, that's a metaphorical thing. Trump says, they're, you think they're coming for me, but they're coming for you. No, after no. they're done with him, their plan is to come for you. Their no. absolute intent, cast in cement, is to come for you. And They've been doing it, yeah. even with him in a place of resistance. Yeah, The only thing that's held them back, if there had been no Trump, called by God position where he was, they would have us in a five to seven lockdown, uh, five to seven year lockdown where all churches are closed, 
all small businesses are closed and where everyone would forcibly have to receive a vaccine that from the very top right now they're admitting causes all kinds of serious uh, physical complications, myocarditis, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So wake up, yeah. wake up, wake up. Yeah. But hey, our redemption draw nigh, draws, draws nigh, not in the being rescued from Jesus rapture kind of way, but this next era of the kingdom being established on earth. Can I, can I drill one down a little before I go to this other question is, let's say there's a pastor and that pastor never says things like, well, let's let it play out because people are afraid to ask him. But maybe the pastor just says, it confronted, the pastor says, look, we're, I'm involved with getting people saved in spiritual matters. This is not something I want our congregation to be concerned about. Well, if it's better to say nothing than to say something like, let's let justice uh have its due process um like if you're known as one who just doesn't speak you've so because that's just a little area of deception that pastors have been walking in for a long time no i'm just going to stick to the gospel and, and my stuff and so you stick as long as you stick in your lane that means you should not have been advancing that they should get uh yeah vaccines, vaccines. before. And, and so if you weren't any kind of activist validating the deep system the deep state system then fine. But if you ever were a part of validating that system and that lie and that corruption, and now you're quiet, that is what is not acceptable. Yeah. Wow. All right. The other question is, um, because a little bit ago you said something about enjoy this, and another time you said get your popcorn out, or somebody said get your popcorn out. I don't know if that was you or not, uh, but enjoy the show. I, I know you said that. Um, now it's getting to the point where it's hard to, oh, Kat said it, but didn't you say enjoy the show one time too? Was that I have. Yeah. And it, we'll say it, enjoy the show with disclaimers. Yeah. There are, um, I think it'll come out and it's understandable. I mean, there is no way you can look at Biden from whatever, 10, 15 years ago and the Biden now and say, that's the same Biden. Somebody's putting actors out there. Yeah. And and so th this is what I believe. There is there is a show from the scent from the standpoint of there are intentional players out there, and especially from the good guys, and we don't know what all they are. I have some oh, anywhere from insight to uh, uh, inclinations on who's what and in 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 this you know, as, as far as the pawns yeah. of the show. But what's not a show, the part that's not a show, is whatever the deep state actually does. Whatever backlash the enemy does is not a show. It's real. And that's why it's hard to say, and, and we can't say it over and over, pull your, take out your popcorn, eat it, because there yeah. are real deaths, real yeah. damage being caused by the enemy's um, strike backs and you know we can encourage ourselves that um how jesus himself scripture comes to mind fear not those who can touch the yeah. body fear not those who can take your life fear him who can actually keep you from having eternal life and so yeah. there is a confidence we can have that you know he promises us in this world you will have tribulation but well, be good cheer i, I have overcome the world and that, that actually leads me to that actual second question. And last question is, 
in the last 24 hours, no, it's not 24, it's almost 24, where this indictment, I've had her, heard uh, a well-known Christian conservative on, I think it was Fox, and then I heard someone that's a patriot that I respect, I don't know him or her, and both parties said, if it takes civil war, let's get it on. Something to those. So talk for a minute, anything you want to say, because I don't know what you're going to say about people that says, well, let's do civil war. Let's get our guns. What, do you, what would you say? Oh, that's a tough one, huh? It's a tough one. If you don't have a narrative from God on it that yeah. I just shared into, it would literally, yeah, there's a part of it that takes you back to the revolutionary days where not that I live there, but you can read enough about it, find out about it. There was a day they had, they discovered that if they did not rise up with arms, that there was going to be no change. And again, that's why I believe even the visual there of President Trump and the promises the Lord gave regarding him from before. Um, and that continued through now, a Cyrus call and anointing was where there would not have to be this type of response. If you just look totally in the natural, if they if they managed, say, to put away President Trump and there's nothing else, the people, if, if Trump were eliminated, the people theoretically have nothing left to do other than revolt in that kind of way because it would so have been fulfilled what our founding fathers feared could happen at one time. They knew the tendencies of government towards tyranny, towards this type of behavior. That is why there was the amendments, well, the original constitutional rights, um, not just for freedom, but for bearing arms. And there weren't specifically so you could do hunting. It was, you must have enough weapons that if your government becomes as oppressive as this government presently is, it didn't just say so that you could do it. It's like you are ordered to. Yeah. You must. A citizen must rise. That's the foundation of this nation. So if you go to the foundation of this nation, there is a demand on citizens that if this type of violation of due process, where you ignore the again the hunter biden joe biden uh glenn maxwell epstein island all the names associated with it not to even begin to talk about the wickedness that has been exposed in the fbi and the cia where we it's we have criminals operating in the positions of power there would be an order and assignment uh, my belief and fully what I believe, I say the assignment would be, you have to do something about it. But I believe in the mercy and grace of God, both for our nation and the nations of the world. This is not, this is not our future. This is no. not what he's called us to do. But I totally understand those who are saying, okay, if we've got to do this, um, let's do this. And so that's why I say, let's do everything else. Yeah. Let's call upon God. What I heard the Lord say, actually, a couple of weeks ago, I was going to put it in that word. I heard him say, tell my people, do all the small things, do the right little things, That's do good. the right things that are in their sphere. I'm taking care of the big things. Yeah. And so that would go under the big things. That's good. I believe the Lord's on that.
Well, you know, that uh, segues us this afternoon at 2 o'clock Pacific for Barry Wunsch. I'll call it part two of this because it ties together. You'll see when it comes on. Well, I know you saw the word that he's going to give. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I did. It is a word he had, um, I think, from the 28th, and he listed it as 3.33 a.m. Somebody sent it to me, and I looked at it, and I was like, wow, that that is intense, but it seems right. And so I interacted some with Barry on it and um and just uh, just ask more on how he received it what it felt like and all that and in light of you know that was all before the indictment of of president trump and so it is it is um it is powerful it's intense and powerful and good and um and i believe you know i didn't i didn't see those details um, I, I've seen what I just shared and heard what I just said, but it was a powerful experience. And I do believe it speaks into the moment we have. And I speak, I believe it speaks with hope into the moment we have and specifically addressing whether we need to, whether there needs to be a people that takes up arms or not. Uh, I think it covers that as well. God is, God is on the scene in his way, but he's working with people behind the scenes as well i'm not going to do anything to give it away but i do yeah. believe i do believe uh, that it was uh it resonated with my spirit as um from the lord not that everybody you know not that i have to have it resonate completely with my spirit but i did want to do the double check into it and i told barry i was like something about this one i want to take more seriously and i want to just hear more how it came about and in hearing that i was like this yeah. has to be taken seriously and, you know after he got that a day or two later, the headline said, uh, grand jury is going to dismiss for another month. Uh, yeah. Everything calmed down. Uh, and so when he got this, the Lord told him, I remember reading the thing, the Lord told him, this is for now. You need to get this out now. Uh, and he had put it on, I think it was his Facebook, which is how you saw it. I had not seen it. And so when people come this afternoon in about an hour and a half, um, You'll see what we're talking about. Get something to eat, get some rest, and come and see the part two because it's going to be very phenomenal and give you a whole, like you, you say, 30,000-foot level. Maybe this is 50,000, but you're going to see the big picture of, of what God's got in mind. So, But he does, uh, I mean, it, it lands it in a lot, in a very detailed way as well. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. Here's that, and it goes into some details um, that you know that's what's important to hear barry will say i was taken in the spirit because what it's going to be easy to accuse and say oh you got that from the plan from the cue because there's things that will sound like it but he's like no i was taken in the spirit yeah. that's for y'all to pay attention to yeah and th that's what's difference because we get uh, you know I i've been called the QAnon prophet because like he's prophesying what they're saying no i prophesy what i have from the beginning and it's people who kept approaching me saying do you must know about q i go what are you talking about are you talking about the gospel of q from the, the you know what used to be one of the scriptures of the bible i didn't know what they were talking about and so after a few months of that i find like i bet and somebody just said, johnny will you just please look into this because this is what you're saying so you have to understand that we're not getting i don't know if some are but I can tell you, we're not getting, I'm not getting, I do not believe Gary, Barry is getting this from uh, other yeah. you know, intel. That yeah. come, it's confirmed yeah. intel uh, in, in ways, but it's not how it's coming.
Yeah, like you, and I follow Barry for a long time now. He's he has to be one of the most humble men that walked yeah. the face of the earth, you know. And uh, he doesn't he doesn't come back to me and say, "Steve, I'm a prophet. Why are you correcting me?" On the, there's been a couple of things that we felt were too hot to say on the air. This is months and months ago, and it didn't mean they were wrong. It just wasn't safe to say that for multiple reasons. And he basically said in so many words, whatever you say, Steve, I'm happy to. And he has been humble, 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 humble. And I've watched him. What he's going to deliver today came from the Lord, in my uh, opinion, too. And he didn't get it from anything else. So you want to grab on to that. So. No, that's for All, sure. right. All right, Johnny. Well, let's see. Do I have any announcements to make? But you're going to be back on Monday with a special yes. guest, Andrew Whalen. We'll interview him together. Oh, my goodness. He's a strong dreamer. Uh, anything you want to say about that? Well, you know, I'll just say, I don't know if it, well, I'll just say it anyway. I mean, there's a dream. I literally had just read a, a dream he had he had sent um, where he had seen the arrest of Trump. This is at least a year ago as well. Oh, really? He saw that in dream, but it was not a good sign for, for the deep state, for the enemy. Yeah. Uh, I believe there was, uh, you know. I don't know if it's a twinkle or a wink from in the dream from Trump on what was taking place. And so it's again, the Lord speaking to his prophets, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. My prophets that are speaking not into, they're not yielding to a political spirit. They're not yielding to a nationalistic spirit. They are yielding to the Holy Spirit, responding to what the Lord orders them to share that has to do with how he's speaking to them. So anyway. So good. good. Yeah, I kind of feel like we're in that one of those moments in time or days, just days in time where it's like, you know, I don't remember which battle this is from, but the the captain or whoever it was said, don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. It's a famous line. And I feel like the deep state is encroaching and getting closer and closer. They think they've got us. And about the time we see the whites of their eyes, and I'm saying this metaphorically, not like a real civil war. Then then Trump says fire, and the fire isn't real bullets. It's like, oh, man, I'm taking them down. But okay, well, stay tuned. 90 minutes from now, we'll be back, and we'll bring Barry Wunsch in. It'll be fascinating, so don't miss that. Thanks again, Johnny. I appreciate it very much. I guess we'll get out of here so I can get some lunch and come back. Yes. So thanks again. I appreciate you so much for making an effort to come on out this morning and, and encourage the people. So have a great day, everybody. We'll see you in 90 minutes. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.